Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, Dana, I brought my shovel. That's good, David, because it's time to kick some ADHD. And today we're digging out the yuck on episode number 113. I This is one of those times where I haven't looked at the show notes and I kind of don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, you're, yeah, I was thinking a little bit about you when I was... Oh, it's it's nice to know I was on your mind. (laughs) You're always on my mind. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Before we get into it, though, David, I do want to remind our listeners that my ADHD Success Club awesome group coaching program starts this week. Yeah. So if you are interested, uh, check out my website, DanaRayburn.com, and you can sign up there. Yeah, and we should anyway. mention if you're listening after this week because you're not listening in real time, you can still join. It's just that, yeah. you know, this is that moment where you can start at the beginning of a of a, you know, a season. That's not what you call it though. It's like a or maybe I call it a season. You do call yeah. it a season. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can join it at the season with this court and um and anyway, just don't want to spend a lot of time on that. Just wanted to mention if people have been thinking, "Well, I'll do that later." Yeah, now later is later. is now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> later is now. All right, David, so digging out the yuck, what in the heck are we talking about? I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, but you do know. You I know do. deep in your heart. Yeah, I. and the reason we're talking about this today is it just seems like it's been a frequent topic with a lot of the business professionals, entrepreneurs that I work with, that the financial administrative stuff of running our businesses are totally ignored and an absolute hot mess. It's good timing for you to bring this up, though, because um, in the U.S., if you filed an extension for a corporate tax return, it's due this week. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And that was part of why I wanted to time that this week, because I have, what, two or three um, guys that I privately coach, and they're, they're working on their extensions now. Yeah, it's in the snap count, yeah. right? Got to get it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got to get it done. And so I, when I was first writing this, I was thinking of just the financial administrative stuff. Maybe we'll throw some other things in there. Um, but the financial administrative stuff is enough yuck for us to muck out today. I, uh, I yeah, it, and it seems to catch oh, us. You- yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 uh, it's funny though because I was just at a conference and I was talking with someone who was just like an excessive personality and and found out about the podcast and was like, oh, I think I my friend keeps telling me I have it. She's a CPA <laughs> and and apparently <laughs> manages to do like timely things on time related to her profession, which I thought was kind of interesting. And she was she was concerned that might that might disqualify her, like the fact that she the fact that she did this stuff on time might might make her not someone with ADHD. No, and I was like, well, no. you know, there are many symptoms, and not everybody I've, has all of them. You know, <laughs> I've worked with CPAs before yeah. that have. 80 diagnosed so anyway that is beyond what we're talking about today next week we're going to be talking about adhd myths not this week Ooh, fun okay yeah all right so what's the yuck um behind on filing your taxes been there behind on and filing extensions and behind on 
getting the extensions handled. Whatever. Do you file extensions? What do you do with extensions? You file them. Yeah, you file okay. them. And they're but then after you finally meet the extension, what's the what happens when it's September 15th and you have to... Oh, then they start charging you late fees. If, oh, okay. if you haven't filed uh, whatever you, know, oh, you were supposed to. Fees. You just get late yeah. fees. Yeah. 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 I'm, okay. I'm acquainted with those two. Tracking expenses, managing receipts, invoicing and billing. Oh my gosh. Tracking client payments. I've done that one. Um, so those are the big financial ones that we're thinking about in the financial yuck today. And keeping your your eye on the ball. So like, you know, for those of us that are employees, right, we we you we also have to track things like how we spend our time and, and there's billing and things that happen, you know, sometimes depending on the profession, even if you're an employee. But then there's also the keeping your eye on some of these kind of administrative things that may or may not be as a business owner, but like, you know, like, like one good example is you sell a client project and you get paid and you invoice them and you do all that sort of stuff and you track time. But then what about managing the budget on that project and then making sure that you're not going off, you know, exceeding, exceeding budgets and do your employees like are you losing money on projects and would you even know (laughs) yeah would you even know how about expense reports if you are an employee i haven't had to deal with those in years but yes that used to be the biggest pain it would be like scramble at the last minute and get it all in on friday afternoon or whatever Right. And I'm assuming that people still have to do expense reports. I have not worked with anyone for a long time that has to do an expense report. You know, in the era of COVID-19, I think a lot of us are doing less expensing overall. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. But that's true. I'm sure people do. I don't know. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, They must. Anyway, all of these financial yuck things can just torpedo us. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I don't want to look my head is in the sand. I don't want to peek out of the sand because I'm going to get blown over if I look. And so it's just more comfortable with my head in the sand sometimes. Yeah, not, not anymore. It, it is. the way I used to be. I'm not well, this I way did anymore. Too. But yeah. I did too. I did too. And it was stressful. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was stressful. Knowing that tax deadline's looming, that last minute rush, embarrassing yeah. when you get caught, um, shameful. Oh, man, if you have to hire a new CPA or have someone else do your taxes for the first time and this is the way things are, you know, I went through that. It's like, oh, yeah. I don't want them to see. I'm going to have to tell them how right. bad it is. You know what I mean? Right. Ugh. Or a bookkeeper, right. you know? Ugh. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Or I have um, a couple of clients that are attorneys with ADHD and they're, they have their own practices and they invoice clients like a year late months months late i used to do that i did i i had i i was so bad about it i mean i don't that was almost the first time i almost got divorced was <laughs> was over the first that one time. yeah because it, it was and 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 it, and it connected it was so many things it was like i hated people to dispute the bill so it wasn't just that i was you know late with all of the accounting and the numbers and like putting it together i also just didn't want to ever send it like, what if they complain? What if they're like, no, right. I didn't get this much value. Oh, how, why is it this much? And of course, it's only worse if you send it later, you know? Yeah. Or or how could you possibly have spent this much time? Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because then we don't like to have to give an account for our time. And I, I used to almost right. universally discount my time because I knew some right. of that I was lerf, off learning something that was kind of kind of related and it was, you know, but, it, but it, was it billable? Is it fair? You know, and I would always like back off of my, you know, real numbers. 
Yeah, and it takes us longer to do stuff than other people. So because yeah, we're us, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're us. Yeah. Um, I once I didn't notice that one of my clients' credit cards was being charged. So I have my the way I've set up my business is their cards are charged automatically. Automatic billing saved my right. butt. Yes. Right. And there was one guy, this was many years ago. Actually, he was a CPA too. And I thought he was a really nice guy until I noticed that his card hadn't been charged for months, for months, because I wasn't tracking it. Oh, no. And I discussed it with him and then he went ghost. He ghosted me. So I lost some thousands of dollars. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. I learned. I mean, that was an ugly way to learn. And yeah, and it was. Oh, I feel the pox on him. Yeah. yeah. And so what we're talking about now is, OK, when that happens, how do you handle it? And it's embarrassing. It was embarrassing to for me to admit, well, here I'm the one that's supposed to teach you about systems and keeping your stuff together. And my system is was loose at that point. Yeah. 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 I've, I've yeah. had that happen too. Yeah. 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 Same I'm sorry. thing. sorry. Yeah. So we do leave a ton of money on the table. And that causes family conflict. It causes stress because then you're, you know, you're juggling expenses and you know you have income out there and will you get it? I mean, we don't need to dig more into discussing the yuck too much. We want to start digging out of it, right? Yeah. Um, but you, can you pay the mortgage because you haven't billed anybody for months and you know, all of that stuff? I've seen that movie too. <laughs> I, know, I know how that one ends. Yeah, yeah you know those are um, those are those are yuck. Yuck is a good word. Yeah. Okay. Good. Why do you like the word yuck? I do. So overall, this all makes us feel very unprofessional, and it has us question ourselves i mean why should we take ourselves serious why should anyone else take ourselves us seriously i can speak today i really can why ought anyone else take us seriously if we don't take us seriously if we don't take our businesses seriously yeah and we might be really great at the things that we shine at which which yep. clients get enamored with and that's why they do business with us to begin with but then the, i know for me a lot of times in the back of my mind it's like oh yeah you're excited now the disappointment will come yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll see what's really behind the curtain. Yeah. What do we do? We got to figure out what our yuck is. You have to pay attention. And I know it is so much, it seems so much more comfortable keeping your head in the sand. As you said, I did that for so many years. And then I realized, nope, when something hits me, that's when I need to dig in and solve it. Yeah. And set up a system. Yeah. It's, you can't sweep it under the rug again, right? There, there's a point no. where it's like, no, well, you darn can. It. Well, right. But then it just, <laughs> you can. Yeah. That rug gets awfully tall. <laughs> However, yes, that's a rug with a giant bulge underneath <laughs> it. However, we are kicking some ADHD here, aren't we? And we can make the grand assumption that people that are listening want to stop putting their head in the sand, shoveling stuff under the rug and handling exactly stuff. Yeah. yeah so we got to know what our yuck is and we each have different yucks what snarls me doesn't snarl david what snarls david doesn't snarl me and it, and you dearest listener are all going to be dealing with separate things as well true story 
Yeah. And we got to realize when something's become an emergency. What do you want to say? You have the funniest little f- expression on your face. Well, you know, I'm trying not to fill every silence. It's just a new discipline I'm, I'm working on. Oh, see, is it's that it's, what you're doing? Because I, I was wondering what was going on. You could see it on my face, though, right? Like there are things he I want to say. I'm trying to behave, you know. Uh, but <laughs> oh, David, why should we behave? Oh, I know. Why? Why really? Why start now at episode 113, right? <laughs> As my mother, when we'd say, or we tort to our mother, when she'd say, behave, we'd say, I am being have badly. I didn't have the badly part, but I had a cousin that said, I am being have. And and so that's a family tradition for (laughs) for me as well. Okay. Oh, digression. Once again. So when something's become an emergency, that's your sign that it's a yuck and it's time to do something about it. I, I kind of file this under never waste a crisis. Not in the political sense, but like... I like that. Yeah, when the crisis comes along, it's like, it's telling you something, and it's a crisis, so why not use it, put in that extra ounce or 10 ounces or whatever of energy that it takes to really fix the problem rather than just address the emergency, right? I mean, sometimes it's really not that much more effort if you just have a plan to, to, to really fix it than it is to just resolve whatever the current emergency is, right? Yeah, and what I learned in coaching school, vanilla coaching school from Thomas Leonard, who actually invented life coaching bazillion years ago. Um, He said, handle emergencies once and for all. That's so good. I like that's a good rule. Yeah. 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 And as I was writing this and I was thinking, well, Thomas Leonard said, handle emergencies once and for all. And then I realized, you know, we often can't get to that level. Because it may take us a while to get the system up. That may be too much of an ask for us. However, we can make progress. So we can do baby steps towards the emergency handling. I'm glad you said this because there are people listening who are like, yeah, there are emergencies happening too frequently. I can't fix them all, right? there There is timing sometimes. It's like, okay, well, yes, I see the emergency, but not today. It's just not happening. And sometimes we have to admit that. But... I like what you're saying. Like, you know, if you think it through a little bit, you can at least move in the direction of a solution. Yes. And not get into our crazy overcomplicating the solution. It's mm. all right. What can I start to do now? And you may have so many emergencies. You may be so deep in the yuck that you, can, you can't handle them all right now. At least acknowledge them and maybe put them on your list or your mental list for some time in the future. Yeah. Might be might be on the back burner, but it's there somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, for example, panicking because your tax extensions are due this week, that's your clue that you got a yuck and it's time to do something about it. Yeah. If, you're, if your bookkeeping wasn't sorted out in time for the original deadline and now it's the six month later, you know, extended deadline, then that's a sign that the system is still broken. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And here's what I want for everyone with ADHD, that they're no longer even filing extensions because that's just prolonging the pain. It's true. It it is. It it seems like it's the right thing to do. And you still have to deal with it later on. I've never known anyone to file an extension and have it make things easier or make the problem go away. But that is a different soapbox. True. True. But it's like it's just reading the signs and, and like and dealing in reality, which is one of the things that you talk about so often. 
It's like we have to deal with reality. And the reality is if you're filing extensions every time, there's a broken system in there. Yeah, there's a broken system in there. And you want to try and solve it as close to once and for all, at least move the solving forward to your best ability right now. Can I just talk about something that I hate with these situations, though? Yes. I had this situation solved for years. I had a good bookkeeping process. I had someone that was a freelancer that did a lot of the books. And then, you know, my accountant would get involved when it was time to file the real stuff. And I was on time for several years. Um, and and I, should, I should say that I'm using a third-party payroll service. And so payroll taxes and all that stuff, those are still on time because I do still run a business. You know, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm full-time, I'm a full-time employee, but I also have this business, you know. But what I what I truly hate, and maybe you can identify with this, Dana. I, we probably talked about it before. Is when a problem gets unsolved. I you know the, the 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 freelancer wasn't available anymore, needed to take a break, and then I didn't solve it while she wasn't available, and then it, it got to be a problem, and so I reached back out, and then she was like, "Yeah, uh, no, I can't really help you," and and so then it was like, "Well, dang it, no, now I have to." retrain a new bookkeeper and but now it's worse because i'm behind you know and so that's kind of where i'm at and i've had to um i've had to pull in help from others which is which has been one way to do it but it's just like if i solve it once i'd really rather it just would stay solved darn it (laughs) and what i'm seeing was the problem there david and i have done this as well is we plug a person into a spot of our delegation team that is they're they're the right fit then and we make the grand assumption that they're going to stay there forever i mean people are permanent right and there's nothing dynamic about humans they don't change and have different priorities or right move or do right. It. Like, they don't right. move on to different things <laughs> no they're just supposed to stay in that slot forever and i i have dealt with this myself mentally with especially not as much with payroll though i have with with payroll and with um, bookkeeping and such, but with my virtual assistant. Mm. And I realized, nope, you got to always be prepared for the time that person says, I'm done. And you then you need to not just let it drop, put your head back in the sand. That's when I would highly recommend you say, all right, I've got a gap in my system and I need to plug it. And what's the best way to plug it? And you need to treat it like the crisis that it is. Like, you know, sometimes it's like, well, I, I can deal with that a different day because it's not a crisis right now. But as soon as you hear yourself say that or you witness your brain thinking that mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a clue, like you're just you're creating a future problem. And and that at least for me, like it doesn't once I drop it into the well, it's not a crisis now category, then guess what I do? I wait until it really is a crisis. <laughs> yeah. So that's a yuck conversation. We talk about our procrastination conversations. That's a yuck building conversation, that's true. isn't it? Yeah, no, it really is. And it's funny because like if, if you if you worked with me on your business, let's say, or like in the company that I'm working for now as an employee, I, I'm this is something I think about all the time. I, I'm constantly asking myself the question, what if X person or or I, what if I get hit by a bus? Right? You know, we we have knowledge and things we've learned and processes and systems and whatever. Those need to be transferable and so forth. And it's funny why I don't tend to think about that in my own business. It's mm-hmm. it's it's just for whatever reason, it's it's a blind spot. And until we have a yuck conversation. Yeah. What's your next step then? 
oh, well, I'm in good shape. My, my accountant has a more expensive bookkeeper than what I was working with in the past, but my bookkeeping is underway and getting done. So, Yay. you know, is it, is it as wonderful in some ways as my previous system? No, but um, you know what? Done is better than whatever my ideal was. Yeah. You know. Don't worry about perfect. Perfect is the enemy of done. Yes. Yeah. yeah so, so my next step is just to make sure that 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 I'm I'm dealing with any hurdles that come up. Like, hey, they're missing a bank statement, or you know, they have yeah. a question about a transaction or whatever. Like, you know, so it's good. Yeah, it's back on the right track. I think. Good. Good. Yeah. And as you mentioned it, so we have to think of systems. We have to think of delegating. We have to think of dividing and conquering, break things down into smaller actions and doing them more frequently because that makes it easier and it reduces avoidance and it reduces procrastination. And I know that is counter to ADHD. And if I could get y'all to, to just try it and see what happens if you do your, send stuff to your bookkeeper once a month instead of waiting until tax time. It's so true. And and I'm glad you said it again because like I can see that and I've tasted the fruit of that philosophy in other areas. But for whatever reason, in the financial area, it's like, yeah, no, it's still an annual thing for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it and it becomes a big deal when it's just an annual thing. And it doesn't and if need you to be. Do, yeah. It doesn't need to be if you and our like our personal taxes. And I know I've mentioned this doing a little bit a week. It's miraculous. I spend five minutes a week oh, that's and great. then build, putting the taxes together at the end of the year, getting stuff to, together for my most amazing, wonderful CPA whom I adore. Um, it, that is it's easy peasy. And, you know, there's another benefit to this, which is like the miracle of having up to date financial information is that you can actually navigate with real data. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a business. It's like somebody it's put the road signs business. on this road. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> and the thing about doing the books every month of business is I get financial statements now. Mm. So I can see what's going on. I'm exactly. treating it like a business. Yeah. Because it is Instead a business. Of, yeah. It is a business for goodness sake. It's not, I people call it a coaching practice. And when I shifted that thought to a coaching business... That mentality made such a difference yes. in my brain. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure we have listeners at every end of that spectrum, you know, of, of, of the I'm just a freelancer or or no, I'm running a large company with lots of people. So it's useful to, to that. That mental shift was big for me, too. I have a feeling, though, if I had told you, well, Dana, my next step is to find an accountant and and maybe download tax or you know like bank statements and like in mm-hmm. other words like if i if i didn't have a solution in place you might have a different you know set of questions for me right because now i have the emergency but then i might have years of unfiled stuff for example yeah I'm talking about oh taxes. gosh yeah and that means you've got to look at it in a two-pronged approach because we've got to solve the problem moving forward, create the new system moving forward. But often with these kinds of things, there's the backlog yeah. of, of stuff that needs to be sorted out, cleared up. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been there before too. And that's yeah. not, it's not fun, but it's, it's again, one of the reasons why I hate it when something gets unsolved. It's like, right. Dang it. And then you, yeah. and then you need a, and then it becomes a choice. Well, what's the best way to do it? I got a client now who hasn't billed anyone for months mm. 
And uh, and so he's got to go put all this together and piece all of this together. And what's the best way for him to do it? Is it doing a little bit at a time? That's not so much. Is it is it that's not working so much, even though that's what I have tried. We've tried that and it's harder for him to do that. So now it's OK. You may just have to realize after you do your taxes to meet the extension um, that then it's time to just dig on in and maybe spend a weekend dealing with it and yeah. and not trying to be perfect with with picking up the, the fallen pieces doing the best that you can with it and just cleaning up the yuck as best you can without trying to make it perfect and that's so another thing that's worked well for me is is sometimes it is just a like a weekend it's like cramming or writing a research paper back when you were in school like you just have to do like the big thing but with this once you get past the immediate deadline one thing that's worked well for me is just to use blocks of time that i'm going to work on this for four hours Mm-hmm. or some period and then i'm going to stop whatever where however far i've made it at the end of that time i'm going to stop and i'm going to have one of those scheduled every week or every other week you know some some periodic and then i know okay it's going to get solved and i am going to make progress as long as i'm able to hold myself to those blocks which you have to be realistic about yes yes and don't make the blocks so big that it's absolutely overwhelming right which to me this is a way less overwhelming version of the weekend you know, project, but yeah, that's the way I would, would recommend people do it. And instead of saying a four hour block, if that seems, Oh my God, I'd rather um, stick a pin in my eye. It is okay. Then can you do a one hour block? Yeah. What, what, what works for you and let go of any idea of having it be perfect. Right. Don't get bogged down in trying to act like you never had the problem in the first place. We're just trying to get it cleaned up the best you can so you can move on. Yeah. And, and be realistic. I mean, sometimes an hour is just long enough for you to get your mind and everything arranged and start and do one, make one little inch of progress and then you have to stop. Right. So in that case, right. two hours is a minimum block. Right. Because right. Then you right. more than double your output. Right. So there's, yeah. there's all those considerations, depending on what it yeah, is. It depends what it is. It depends how you work. And so set it up for you. And I'm glad you brought that up, David, because I sometimes I think I'm being unreasonable and having people block attack the yuck. Yeah, Matt, and yeah, de- de- definitely depends on the type of yuck and the size of your shovel. <laughs> yeah, and but that idea that it's got to be to prong the past and the future, solving the future problems and dealing with the the past yuck it is the way you've got to attack it. That's really good. That's really good. Well, you know, I hope that that uh, others who are hearing this today, Dana, are our dear listeners. I hope if you're listening to this, dear listener, that you're feeling like I am. Like, okay. Yeah, it's terrible to think about all the yuck and it's painful and all that. But you know what? You can solve it. And and it's really just about having a strategy. And I appreciate your strategic approach here. In the kind of like getting out of yuck debt, paying it off it a is. little bit at a time. Yeah. 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 Not You're not going to do it overnight. Probably. Nope. nope, you're not. Yeah. This yeah. is a form of time debt often, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. just work that piled up. Okay, David. Good stuff. So good stuff. We want to hear about your yuck, dear listener. It's 113, like we said, the episode number, so you can find it online at kicksomeadhd.com slash 113. And you can also tweet us or hit us up on Facebook. Just search kicksomeadhd. We'd love to hear your feedback, your comments, your thoughts. What's on your yuck pile? What's in your yuck pile? Yeah. If you're brave enough to share, we'd love to hear it. 
Absolutely. All right, everybody, go out and kick some ADHD and have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.